guys. I hope you're having a good day. What is a good day? A good day is one that starts and ends spending time with our wonderful Lord. We're meditating in the book of Jonah, studying Jonah's magnificent God. And here in chapter 3, we see that God's magnificent patience promises forgiveness. Jonah 3.10, God saw their works, that they turned from their evil way. God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do unto them, and he did it not. God saw their works. God is looking for true repentance. God knew the hearts of the Ninevites. He knew even without the sackcloth and ashes that they wanted to forsake their sin and turn from their selfish, wicked ways. True repentance starts at the heart and results in a life change. Those who pretend to repent may soothe their own conscience and kind of up their reputation among their peers. But in God's eyes, pretending to impress others and ease one's own guilt level is not true repentance. There is a difference between repenting to lessen the consequences and divert, deserve punishment and repenting because of a change of heart. For an individual who truly experiences a heart change, his view of God will change. His view of self will change. His view of sin will change. The Ninevites turned from their evil way. When the ancient Jewish scholar, his name was something like Memedes, was asked, what is repentance? His answer Repentance is that the sinner forsakes his sin, puts it out of his thoughts, and fully resolves in his mind that he will never do it again. Repentance is a heart issue. We are not saved by doing good works, but the repentant heart strongly desires to stop sinning and start doing good. David's account of his own repentance in Psalm 51 gives us a wonderful example of brokenness over sin dependence on God's loving kindness, and the desire to once again be useful in the hands of God to share the life-changing truths from God's precious word. Psalm 51, have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitude of thy tender mercies, blot out my transgressions, wash me thoroughly from mine iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgressions, my sin is ever before me against thee, and thee only have I sinned, and none this evil in thy sight. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Hide thy face from my sins, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence, take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of thy salvation, and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors thy ways, and sinners shall be converted unto thee. O Lord, open thou my lips, and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desire not sacrifice, else would I give it. But you desire not in burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart, O God, thou wilt not despise. You see, a patient God promises forgiveness. Why did Jesus come to earth as a man? He said to himself, I came not to call the righteous or the self-righteous who think they're fine, but sinners, those who are honest and recognize their sinful condition, to repentance. Do you remember the day you first understood that you were a sinner deserving of punishment and that through faith and repentance sought God's forgiveness? Your repentance before God opened the door for God to remove the terrible, evil consequences of eternal death, separated from God and all that is good. God repented of the evil that he had said that he would do to them, and he did it not. When Jonah wrote that God was going to repent of the evil, he said he would do 
he was not saying that God turned from sin, okay? You see, the evil mentioned here is not sin, but the evil consequences involved in both the judgment and the punishment of sin. The Ninevites would not have considered their city destroyed a good thing. We can choose our sin, but we cannot choose the consequences of our sin. What is the ultimate evil of refusing to repent of our sin and rejecting God's forgiveness through his, his son, Jesus Christ? Well, the well-known Bible commentator, Matthew Henry, put it this way. God sees who turn from the evil way and who do not. He meets those with favor that meet him in a sincere conversion. When they repent of the evil of sin committed by them, he repents of the evil of judgment pronounced against them. A patient God promises forgiveness. The Lord gave Jeremiah the perfect metaphor that clearly explains God's mind uh, in regarding repentance, relenting from evil consequences, and rewarding good. Jeremiah, check out the nearest potter's shop. Jeremiah 18, the word which came to Jeremiah from the Lord saying, Arise, go down to the potter's house, and there I will cause you to hear my words. Then I went down to the potter's house, and there he was making something at the wheel, and the vessel that he made of clay was marred in the hand of the potter. So he made it again into another vessel, as it seemed good to the potter to make. Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, O house of Israel, can I not do with you as this potter, says the Lord? Look, as the clay is in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand, O house of Israel. The instant I speak concerning a nation, concerning a kingdom, to pluck it, pull it down, destroy it, if that nation against whom I have spoken turns from its evil, I will relent of the disaster that I thought to bring upon it. And the instant I speak concerning a nation and concerning a kingdom to build and to plan it, if it does evil in my sight so that it does not obey my voice, then I will relent concerning the good, which I said I would benefit of it. Guys, a patient God promises forgiveness to those willing to repent of their sins. Hey, our time's up, but this is important, and I hope you understand this and share these great truths with your friends. But this day the Lord made, we should be glad, we should be happy in it, and I hope that today you have a good day.